up our voices to the Lord and just worship him in your own words, in your own way. You can pray in the spirit. You can worship him in your understanding. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. There is no one like you. There is none who can ever be compared unto thee. We praise you. We praise you, Lord. You are wonderful. You are marvelous. You are excellent in all your ways. Worthy to be praised and adored. King of kings and Lord of lords, the most high God, the creator of heaven and earth, the one true God, the one who created all things, the one that sits in heaven and rules over the affairs of men, the one who is, who was, and is to come, the ever-living God, the everlasting God. We praise you, O God, the Almighty, the one with whom nothing is impossible. We worship you, O God, the one who is and was and is to come. My future is in your hands. My life is in your hands. My healer, my provider, my deliverer, my helper, my Lord, my God, my master, my father, the solid rock upon which I stand, my firm foundation, my provider, the doer of good things. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We bring ourselves as living sacrifices before you, O oh God. Worthy are you and worthy to be praised. Thank you, King of glory. Blessed be your holy name. Heavenly Father, we worship you for who you are. Thank you, O oh God, for another opportunity to gather in your name. Thank you, O oh God, for how you've been with us all through this year. Thank you, O oh God, for the storms of life. Thank you for what each of us are going through individually and collectively. Thank you for Nigeria. Thank you, O oh God, because we shall outlive this storm. O oh God, many have given up, but we know that this nation shall outlive this storm. Oh God, and we shall be one of those where we shall be part of those that will see the storm quench in this nation. Thank you, King of Glory. We commit tonight into your hands. Eternal Father, please take absolute control. Father, I bow before you tonight, oh God, as I surrender myself as your vessel. Oh God, speak to me. Speak through me. Make us partakers of your word of life. This engrafted word that is able to save us. Let this word find root in our lives. Root in our hearts. In the name of Jesus. Through the word of God tonight, oh God, let someone come out of the storm. Through the word of God tonight, oh God, let someone receive grace and power, oh God, to live out this storm that they are facing. Thank you, King of Kings. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. God bless you. Let's be seated. Outliving the storms of life. Very interesting topic that the Lord has been taking us through. 
for the last three weeks. I'm trusting God that we'll be able to wrap it up tonight. Why not just turn to your neighbor beside you and just say, my brother, my sister, you are going to outlive that storm. No storm will consume you. You will live out the storm. You will look back and laugh at this storm. The storm that is raking for you now, you will look back and laugh at this storm. In the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. You will outlive the storm in Jesus' name. Amen. Just like we, we've, been, we've been speaking about for the last um, three weeks thereabout, we said that sometimes in the journey of life, we come across storms. Amen? We come across storms. And storms can come in all manners. Storms can come in persecutions. Storms can come in trials, in afflictions, sickness. Storms can come in repeated seasons of failures. Storm can come in storms can come in fruitlessness. Storms can come as joblessness. Storms can come as shut doors, delay no marriage, no child. Storms can come in all kinds of way. But the key text that we took, we'll read it again today, Matthew chapter 7, from verses 24 to 27. One of the, the themes, one of the things we can pick out from there, what our Lord Jesus Christ was telling us, is that if we do certain things right, no matter how hard the storm comes, it will pass away. Let's go ahead and read it. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. Let's read it together. Thank you. We're going, we're going to start our sword drill immediately after now. Amen. I can see that Brother Sam is ready. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I, I didn't mention it. The sword, I mentioned it in our text. Yeah, it's on. The sword drill is on today. And... Um, Today's price will exceed the other ones. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's read together. One to go. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. Now, one thing we can learn here is that whether you are wise or foolish, the storm will come. Amen? The storm does not respect wisdom. The storm does not respect anointing. The storm does not respect anything you carry. It is part and parcel of life. Praise the name of the Lord. We have looked at it several times in the past. The benefits of going through the storms of life, the kind of things that it can do to us or for us. One thing is clear, the storms of life, no matter how they appear, they are beneficial. At the end of the day, the Bible says all things work kept together for good 
to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. So whatever you are going through, believe me, at this time in your life, it looks horrible. But believe me, by the time you come out of this storm and look back, you will thank God for what you are facing. I'm telling you. You will thank God. So what you must learn to do is make sure you don't die in the storm. Amen? Make sure you outlive the storm. Because once it is over, you become a superstar. Praise the name of the Lord. And we said that, looking at what we, we, we I remember we said something about um, the storm separates the wheat from the shaft. Amen? It separates the jokers of life and those that are serious. Amen? Mm, the storm will separate them. The storm, storm will separate them. The storm will separate, it will, it will separate the, 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 I said, the, the, the front runners from the champions. Amen? Uh, those who are doing as if they are champions, but they are just, in those days, we used to call it raising dust. Mm, you have to raise dust. Uh, when you know when you want to fight someone and you are saying, eh, eh, me, you are just kicking sand, and the sand is coming up, but you are not doing anything. I say, stop raising dust. Uh, the, the the storm will separate the fighters from those who raise dust, who are just raking. The storm will separate everybody. Praise the name of the Lord. And we said that the front runner are those that start life or start things, and when things are going well, they are happy. They look good. But when the challenges start to come, they begin to draw back. I pray again for every one of us. You will not be a front runner. You'll be a champion. In the name of Jesus. In those races, the front runners don't get any prize. At the end of the day, nobody even knows they were there. Nobody recognizes them. Nobody remembers them. It is the man that crosses the finish line that is recognized. You will cross your finish line. You will outlive the storm in the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. So we said the storm will expose what you are made of. The stuff you are made of. Now the beauty about it is if the storm exposes what you are made of and you find out that this thing won't sustain you, what will a wise man do? A wise man will adjust himself. Amen? Yeah, there's nothing wrong. I remember I shared it here severally how the storm separated certain things from my life. I realized that I needed to pray. Praise the name of the Lord. And it was those times, you know, I, I think I shared it last week. For like 10 years, I went through a storm of lack. You know, I, I learned how to pray over those 10 years. Before then, yeah, we did try. But those 10 years, ah, we prayed. We prayed. We prayed, we prayed, we prayed all manners of prayer. And I learned how to persevere, how to be patient. I looked at, I, always, I was always not a very loud person, but I just assumed that because I was not too loud, I was patient. It's not true. There are some people who look gentle, but they are not patient. Don't let, don't, gentility and patience are two different things. Praise the name of the Lord. That you talk too much. You meet some people who talk a lot, but they are patient. Some are quiet. And you think that they are patient. It's an error. I was like that. I wasn't patient. But I learned 
how to be patient in my being quiet. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm not claiming to be a perfectly patient person. I'm not there yet. I see myself overshooting the line every now and then. But the fact is, compared to how I was then, I know God has done some good job on me. Praise the name of the Lord. So we said three qualities that will help us outlive the storm. Number one, as a born-again Christian, you must ask the Holy Spirit to help you to be resilient. You must be resilient. You must be resilient. Now, for the what did, what did we say resilient means? Anybody again? We, we said we, we, we reminded ourselves last week, but just to be sure we're on the same page. Anybody? Resilient. No, let me not call you. Laolana Oibuman, we know. Okay, Ichapi, help us. To stay put, okay? Yes, Chinedu. Not to give up. You guys are still following the corridor. You're not in the main. Yes, Sam. God bless you. That 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 is not just staying put oh, to recover, to bounce back. To bounce back. Eh? You look, it's, it's good not to give up. But you know, there are some people that when you see them, just men looking at them, you will know that, ah, this guy is going through stuff. Amen? Yeah, you just see them and know that, ah, you, I'm not talking of the kind of spiritual eye that you'll be able to see, not, not that type, not that type, not that type. You know, there's a way someone will carry his face. You know that guy, this person has problem. You see, don't you see them all? You see, you see some, you see them now. Mm. Sometimes if those people tell you what they are going through, you will faint too. But you know, a resilient person, regardless of what is going through, he will bounce back. You will see somebody who just finished leading praise and worship heavy. Everybody jumping. And then he will just share with you what he just went through. You will be dazed. That's resilience. The ability to recover back. Your original shape. How you are. Is important. Praise the name of the Lord. What was the next thing we said? Next quality we looked at, apart from resilience. No, let me. I, I won't call uh, Chinedu. You've answered before. Let me pick somebody else. Femi. Pardon? Self motivation. Don't wait for people to motivate you. People who are always looking for encouragers, eh? They don't go far. Because a time will come, you will find out that those who are encouraging you, when they see you are catching up with them, they will begin to talk down on you. Amen? You just realize that, ah, <laughs> I thought this person was my person. No. Some people like it that you are looking up to them. Do you understand that? You better take note of that. So, they are encouraging you, ah, no, don't give up. Don't give up. It's good. They like it. Because you are down there, they are up there. But when they see that, ah, this guy is catching up. Ah, That's problem begins. You just find out that your encourager becomes your antagonist. Amen? Don't, don't wait for men to encourage you. Encourage yourself. The Bible says, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. Very important. There's no one who has succeeded check their story at one point in time they just made up their mind 
that I won't agree again. I know, no. Ask anyone. Find time. Speak with Dickin. I'm sure. I, I'm sure. If you ask him, he will tell you. Ah, there was a time that I just decided that I won't agree. That is the hallmark of a champion. When you get to that point, as long as you are still shifting the bar, shifting the line, that means you are ready to accommodate. A time will come when the champion will say, no, I no agree. This matter. Even if anyone is there to encourage you or not, is immaterial. Because your eyes are on a goal. And you have decided that this goal, I'm going to get it. You just realize that I need it more than any other person. Praise the name of the Lord. You must be self-motivated. You must begin to look inwards. Of course, being self-motivated, the Bible says that David encouraged himself. How? In the Lord. Not outside of Christ. Amen? So that we don't begin to think we can do it on our own. But the truth is, brethren, don't build your Christianity on men. Don't. 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 I can, nothing can disappoint me. Listen, in all sincerity, when I got born again, when I said I was no longer going to be a Muslim, I was moving over to Christianity because I'd heard certain things and I just fell in love with what this religion stood for. When I entered Christianity, believe me, if not for my conviction that this is the way I would have left since. You know why? Because a lot of what I thought was part of the religion, I found out that men, it was all like, I won't say lies, but a lot of pretense. A lot of pretense. A lot of pretense. People you were looking up to, by the time you get close to them, they are not the way they appear. Are we together? But because I had an encounter, I knew Jesus. I saw him in my sleep. I had spiritual encounters. I was persuaded that this thing, the encounters I never had as a Muslim, I had them at tangible encounters. I knew that this thing is real. That's what has kept me here. That's what has kept me here. So if you are looking at men, no. Listen, a man will always be a man. A man will have imperfections. All. From pastor to the guy who got born again to the G.O. We all have our imperfections. No man is perfect. If I take this jacket off, you won't see a pair of wings at my back. That means what? Pastor is not what? An angel. He's a man. But he's striving. He's striving towards perfection. He's trying to do the th- things that are according to his conviction. Don't build your Christianity around any man. Don't wait for men to encourage you. Don't wait for men to encourage you. Because if you do, a time will come, there will be none to encourage you. And you are finished. Praise the name of the Lord. Scripture says, looking on to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Tonight, we're going to look at one more point, which I feel is the bedrock of every other thing we've been talking about. And that is, anyone that will outlive the storm must be strong. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Anyone that will outlive the storm must be what? No Jelenge or Jelenke guy eh, will outlive the storm. You know why? The storm will blow that person away. Are we together? Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. That's Proverbs 24, verse 10. See, heaven will surprise many people. So people were already saying, we are here. People who have not been talking, see speed. Before I said verse 10, bam, the scripture, I knew there were surprises here. There will still be more. Amen? Who is recording? Who am I came with an iPad? iPad. Where are the iPad Christians here? Where are they? Okay. iPad. Okay. Andrew, you will be recording. Anita, what did you bring? Physical Bible or? Okay, both. Okay. Andrew, you will be recording. You will be our uh, recorder tonight. So you will give mercy. One point. Okay, now we're going to do something. I want us to read this um, scripture. Eh? But can we, this one now is not uh, part of it because it's still there. But who has New Living Translation? Oh, the man on this media, can you give us this scripture in New Living Translation? Let's read it and you will see what he's saying. If you want, under, uh-huh. you see that? If you fail under pressure, your strength is small. Listen to me. Anyone that will outlive the storm must be strong. It is not for weaklings. It is not for weaklings. You must do every... We're going to be seeing certain things that we'll do. Um, if I will be interacting, I'll be asking you some questions because you know them. But we need to dig into them again and remind ourselves. What are the things we need to do to be strong you must be strong. You need strength to weather the storm. You need strength. There are certain things that, that will happen to a man that will, that will just seize the man's strength. Listen, when King Saul came out with his soldiers and they saw Goliath raking, these are tested men. Oh. Are we together? They are what? Tested men. Tested men who had been in battle, when they saw Goliath, ah, that pressure was too much for them. That pressure was too much. It was too much. They, they backed down. They said, no, we are not going. This journey is suicidal. But you see something? The Bible tells us that if you faint on that day, no matter how many times you have been winning, the result is what? That your strength is what? Small. I pray for every one of us, including myself here tonight. Every battle you will face in life, every storm you will face, may your strength exceed the storm. In the name of Jesus. No storm will blow you out. No storm will stop you from going forward. In the mighty name of Jesus. Put that thing on the screen again. Proverbs 2410 in, in NLT. We'll just leave it there somewhere. I love that. That when I came across it, I, I didn't believe that it, it could be. It says, if you fail under pressure, 
the storm brings pressure. 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 You need strength to be you need strength to weather the storm. Now, you need strength both spiritual or rather not both because there are three. You need spiritual strength, you need physical strength, and you need emotional strength. Praise the name of the Lord. A lot of times Yes, spiritual strength is more important. Definitely. Definitely. But believe me, you need some physical strength. Have you been ill at any time and you wanted to pray and you couldn't pray? Has it happened to you before? Maybe you were, you were having malaria and you wanted to pray or you were having typhoid or something or, you, or headache and you wanted to pray and you couldn't pray. Has it happened to you before? Yeah. When Jesus Christ took the disciples, when he knew that trouble was coming, Matthew 26, 41, who's reading that? Matthew 26, 41. No, Matthew 26, 41. No, no, Ruth stood up before you, sir. Ruth, continue. Who was speaking to us? Who was he speaking to? His disciples. What was telling them? He says, even though you have been with me, you have just taken communion, your spirit is on fire. What did he say? He said, but what happened to your body? Your body is weak. They were tired. Do you understand? They were, they were physically drained. They had been going on and on. And that is why, let me tell you something. Sleep is important. Amen? Even for your spiritual growth, for your... For your
story about one man who, who traveled to Israel to go and pray. He fasted and fasted and fasted, and they said they saw him. He said, ah, see glory, see glory. Now there the guy passed, go. Do you understand me? There's not, so there's no point in acquiring all the spiritual energy and then you just translate. Do you understand? Because you need the spiritual power to do exploits here, here, so that when you get there, you have crowns to wear. Amen? It's not just uh, you acquire anointing and you don't use it to do anything. When you get there, they don't need anointing there. Amen? This is where we need it. Praise the name of the Lord. So rest is important. Don't neglect your physical and your emotional well-being. Your emotional well-being is equally important. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. Praise the name of the Lord. Second Timothy 1.7. But count that for her anyway. Second Timothy 1.7. No, 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 give, give uh, mercy. Mercy, go ahead, go ahead. Anove. Where's Var? Ah. Uh, it's because Val is not here, that's why. It's because Val is not here. They say it's because the trees are close together, that's why monkey is feeling like a star. Uh, eh? It's not because of that. You, okay, people have not vowed to be here. Praise the name of the Lord. Now it says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? Power, of love, and what? And of a sound mind. Listen to me. There are many people who are not able to achieve spiritual things because of what? Their mind is not sound. They are troubled. I'm not talking about mental ailment now. Even distress, emotional distress can make you unable to pray, to acquire that spiritual power you are looking for. Praise the name of the Lord. So whatever is causing trouble in your mind, you must be able to lock it up. Are we together? You must find a way to be able to dissipate your emotions so that they don't affect you. You must find time to sleep so that you are physically strong. And then we're going to be looking at what are the things that we need to also do to make us um, to strengthen our inner man. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, let me ask. Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 29 to 31. Isaiah 40, 29 to 31. Ah, ah. Ah, Okay, uh, mercy. Let Ruth read. Let Ruth read. Oh, yeah, Ruth, read. Ah, ah. This is serious, oh. Where have you been? You've not been coming to church since. You are just leaving them. No, I uh, like, see the confidence. Go ahead, read, read. Can you give us NLT, New Living Translation? Let me show you something. See, when you are reading your Bible, try and take like, put like two or three 
translations. It, it helps to give you a richer understanding. Now look at what it says. Those who trust in the Lord will find, will find what? Mm. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Go to verse 29 of that 40. Go to verse 29. Let me, let me show you something there. He gives power to weak and strength to the powerless. Praise the name of the Lord. Listen to me. God is the one that gives us power. Without this power, we are what? A weak man cannot outlive the storm. Praise the Lord, okay? Now, what are the things that we think can help us to build our strength? We've talked about physical and emotional. Now, spiritual strength. Let's 
talk about that. That's where we are going this evening for, for the next 20 minutes. Yes? Anybody? Suggestions? What are the things we can do to build our strength? The word of God. What happened to the word? Yeah, but I found out that um, reading it, say, say that last word you used, meditate on the word. Meditation on the word. That is key. In fact, anyone who wants to strengthen their inner man, that is the first step you must take. What does it mean to meditate on the word? Yes, anybody. How do you meditate on the word to benefit from the word? Yeah? This Bible study, and we need to help ourselves because Believe me, many people don't meditate on the word. Yes, Ola? Man can speak English. I love you, man. <laughs> you ponder on the word, yes? Try and extract, you know, let, try, try and extract the meaning of that word. Ponder on it until it means something to you. You know, it's like, you know, when, when, when I was younger, I don't do it again, no. When I was younger, if I'm eating meat, eh, I would chew the meat and chew and chew until all the juice has come out. You understand? That's what you should do to the word. You keep ruminating on it and drawing and drawing meaning, drawing meaning, drawing meaning, drawing meaning until you are loaded. That is what enriches your inner man. If you read the word of God like a storybook, you will be conversant with the story but lack the power. And many Christians limit themselves to reading the Bible like a storybook. They know the story of Joseph. They know the story of Jacob. They know the story of Jesus. But they have not been able to ruminate and chew on it Remember the illustration I gave how I, when I was small, when I was, I would chew meat and chew and chew and chew. I won't swallow it. I'll be chewing it. I see children do it. So when they are doing it, I know what they are doing because I did it. I would chew and be taking the juice out. That's what you should do to the world. It has a lot of juice inside. You keep chewing it and chewing it and chewing it. What does this mean? You read it over. Listen, as you are doing that, something is happening to your spirit. Now, let me tell you something. Let me ask you something. Have you seen someone who is who looks prayerful? Or has it happened to you before? You have prayed and then you sleep and they are pushing you in the sleep. Has it ever happened to you before? Anybody like that? Uh, yeah, you are very spiritual though. Only one hand went up. Okay. Uh, maybe a few. Now, let me tell you something. Eh? One of the reasons why you can be a Christian and still be oppressed is because your inner man has not been strengthened. There was a time I traveled, I won't mention the place I traveled. I've been hearing that they pray, because some of them are here. I've been hearing that they pray. I don't mean witches are here. People from that location, I hear say that they fly well, well, until I went there. I've been hearing that they used to press people. I have never experienced it. Throughout secondary school, I didn't experience it. 
They will tell me, ah, they press this person, this, this, this. I never, I used to hear until I traveled to that place to go and walk. <laughs> they pressed me. Eh? <laughs> and to make matters worse or better, I don't know which one. That particular night, I remember, I prayed. I prayed and prayed and prayed. Not because I was afraid to come and press me. Just my normal prayer. I used to pray at night. So after praying, I went to sleep. In that sleep, the pressing. <laughs> How many people have they pressed here before? Let me see. They've pressed you at night. You felt it before? Hey. I, I used to hear about it. I never knew. One heavy weight will come on you. You'll be trying to turn. You can't turn. Eventually, I think I said, Jesus, and then I just, I just got free. But you know what? I woke up from that sleep. Number one, I was very angry. Very angry because I was telling myself, I said, ah, but I prayed now. Are you saying that the prayer didn't work? And I have typical prayer. Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus. I surround myself with angels, with fire. So all this one, they pass through all those things. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? If you don't meditate, you know the Holy Spirit told me? The Holy Spirit told me what happened. And that's why it's good to interrogate the Spirit. He told me what happened. I found out that I realized that period that you know what it means to be the clown? I was just a clown in that office. You know, I was to make everybody laugh and I was talking too much. And the Holy Spirit told me that all those jesting, you, you jested away your anointing. I'm telling you the truth. So it's not just that prayer you come to pray at night. Listen to me. You must constantly be loading your spirit man. It is the strength of your inner man that determines how you will react when trouble comes. Praise the name of the Lord. And then when I got that, I went into prayer, meditation, reinforcement. I think I shared it here before. And then guess what? They came again. Oh. Ah. But like one man of God said, he said, you can only catch me once. By the time they came again, this man had reinforced. Had stopped all those unnecessary joking, laughing. And you know, when you are just, I was new there and we were just getting to know each other, laughing. Ah, this guy is funny. I stopped all that. It's not as if I wasn't friendly. I was still doing my job. But I started praying more, reading my Bible and doing everything. They came again. That night, when I finished with the person that came, Eh? I, in, my, in my sleep, I saw the person dying. The person was dying. And I told the person, and look at what you have done. Why did you come and try me now? I was sorry for the person. I said, Why did you come and try me? Look at what you have done. Now you are dying. Do you know that two days later, one of my colleagues died, one woman, one lady. I'm not joking. She died. And now, first of all, eh, I was shocked. Fear. You know, fear, fear. Fear catch me. Only for me to find out that the lady was, uh, um, if I call the, the church, she goes now, they'll know where I was. You know, Olumba, Olumba. Uh, the woman, she was one of them. 
Uh, so you have an idea where I went that they can fly there. <laughs> Praise the they, they fly everywhere, shall let me know. They fly everywhere. Let's be fair. Let's not tag anybody as if uh, they as if they as if they fly more than other people. They fly everywhere. In fact, they won't say the the, the, the the witches in my place. They say they don't wait for night before they go for meeting. In the afternoon, they've gone. You just see one old woman sitting down. She don't go. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, but what am I trying to say? You need to strengthen your inner man. Whatever you will do, if you will outlive the storm, you must strengthen your inner man. And the first thing you must do is meditation on the word. Praise the name of the Lord. Joshua 1.8. Praise the name of the Lord. This book of the Lord shall not depart from thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night. I beg you, brethren, please, let's not lose track. I don't know what happened to Mercy. Let's not lose track of this teaching. You want to acquire inner strength, you must meditate on the word. Very, very important. Take the Bible. Read it over and over. Memorize the scripture. In memorizing, you are meditating. I can, let, let me, can I challenge you people? I'm sure many of you, if not all of you, or a lot of you, started reading the Bible way, way, way before me. That's the truth. Way before me. But I'm sure I know more scriptures than many of you. Why? Why? Because I sit down, study, and meditate. By the time I finish meditating on a verse... Most of the time, it sticks in my head. That's how to memorize scripture. When you meditate, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night. It, it sticks. By the time you recite it over, 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 it just sticks. The, this brain, there's something about the brain and the word of God, I'm telling you, that is different from ordinary literature. It has a way of fitting in. It's as if the word of God has a place it stores in the human brain. Go and meditate on the word. Go and memorize scripture. Not to boast that I've memorized scripture. No. As you are loading your spirit man with scripture, you are getting spiritually stronger. You are getting spiritually stronger. And don't forget where we started. To weather the storm, you need strength. He that faints in the day of adversity, his strength is small. You don't want your strength to be small, then you must grow. Meditate on the word. Praise the name of the Lord. Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3. Psalm 1, 1 to 3. It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Yes, it's fruit in its seasons. Whose leaf also does not wither, and whatsoever I do it. He said, verse 2 is where we are going. He says, but, but what does he do in verse 2? But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Day and night. Listen, meditate on the word. We have read the Bible enough. Let's start meditating on the word. Are we together? 
let's start meditating. It, you can never go wrong. When you meditate on the word, you are getting spiritually stronger. Listen, if you sleep and you are still afraid, ah, it means that your inner man is weak. They still press you. They chase you. You wake up at night and you are sweating. Man, you need to step up your game. And one way to do that is to meditate on the word. Praise the name of the Lord. Psalm 119 verses 97 to 99. 119, 97 to 99. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Yes, next verse. Thou through thy commandments had made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. You must meditate on the word. It gives you inner strength. Let's go to another one. Now, these three things we are going to look at very quickly. We've looked at one. Are what I call gateways to spiritual empowerment. They are gateways. The word is a gateway. You want to empower yourself, you must discover these gateways by yourself. Not just this one we are saying in church. You must go home, practicalize it, open the word and begin to meditate. Meditate on the word to the point that at night they wake you, 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 you are sleeping and you find yourself reciting scripture. Has it happened to you before? If it has never happened to you before, cry to God. Say, Lord, let me begin to recite scripture in my sleep. It is a level of spiritual upliftment. Praise the name of the Lord. And it comes by meditating. Spend time. Read the word. Meditate upon it. Meditate, 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 meditate. Praise the name of the Lord. Another gateway to spiritual empowerment. That's where we are going. Music 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 whether praise whether worship whether poetry music is a gateway to spiritual empowerment have you been at a a concert or a, a, a service and they are praising God and all of a sudden, the power of God just comes down. Have you experienced it before? One guy I see that operates in that dimension is this guy that has come here. Before. He has come here like twice. Now, what's that his name? Brother Ken. Have you, it, during his own, when he does deliverance, it's through praise. I've watched him. I've watched him about two, three times. The same thing is what happens for him. There are people that when they do their own, it's just prayer. And then they enter his own is praise. Praise, worship is a gateway. It's not just the praise. Let me shock you more. It's the music. There's something about music and God that releases God's power. I don't know. But music, very important. Very, very, very important. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 14. Go ahead. 
And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold now, an evil spirit from God troubled thee. Next verse. Let our Lord now command thy servant, which are before thee, to do what? To seek out a man who is what? Who is a cunning player, what? On an harp. And it shall come to pass that when the evil spirit from God, from God is upon thee, that he shall play his hand. He shall play with his hand. And what happens? Go back, go back. Verse 16. That he shall play with his hand, and thou shalt beware. He didn't say he shall begin to worship God, though. No, 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 no. He shall play with his hands. Listen, music is a gateway to power. Spiritual empowerment. Music is a gateway. So those of you who have not started surrounding yourself with spiritual music, you are cheating yourself. Oh. You, you are cheating yourself. Make sure you have music. If it disturbs your sleep, fine. But when you wake up, put a... And they have many devices now. They have Bluetooth sound bars, small ones that you can just put Bluetooth, put your phone, connect it. Let music be playing. Not, um, not Davido. No, 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 no. For your information, those music are gateways. I hope you understand. They are gateways. And if you are not careful, you will unlock a gate to something else. Do you understand me? Music is a gateway to the realm of the spirit. That's the truth. Amen? So, who comes in through that gateway is determined by the kind of music you play. Amen? So, for those that think that it doesn't matter, <laughs> okay, oh. But make sure you surround yourself with music. When you want to even pray, put music and then blast in tongues. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, there's an interesting story I want to share with us very quickly. 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 11. 2 Kings chapter, chapter 3, verse 11. Reading to 17. Yes. 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 Wind, neither shall ye see rain, yet that valley shall be filled with water, that ye may drink both ye and your cattle and your beasts. Now, we know the story, but for just for a few of us, let me just wrap it up. Elisha was not happy with the king of Israel because the king of Israel was an idolater. He used to go and seek help from other gods. So, this particular time, they were going to fight a battle. So the king of Israel came with the king of Judah, Jehoshaphat. And they came to inquire from Elisha. Elisha said, what are you doing here? 
go and meet. The, you are coming for help. No, 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 no. He said, he sparked for him. I said, out, sir. Go and meet the gods that you have been praying to. Don't meet me. And then the king of Israel said, no. Look at, I'm not alone. This, three of us here, they want to kill us. And Elisha told him, he said, if not for King Jehoshaphat, I won't have answered you. But because of him, I will answer you. But you see, at that point in time, he was already infuriated. And he needed a gateway to access power. What did he, what did he do? He said, get me a minstrel. Another translation said, get me a musician. Get me someone that will play music for me. And they called the person. And while they were playing music, what did the Bible say? That the hand of the Lord came upon Elisha. Listen to me. Music is a powerful gateway to empower your spirit, man. Make sure you surround yourself with godly music. Godly music. You can even be, I am quite selective. You can be selective even among the godly musicians. Do you understand me? You can be selective, the ones you trust. Because music is a gateway. Do you understand me? So, so that they don't unlock the wrong gateway for you. And the problem will now be worse than the, the solution will now be worse than the problem. Praise the name of the Lord. Music is a gateway. And the last one, I've already mentioned it. Prayer is another gateway to empower your inner man. But you see, when we are talking about this empowerment, we need, I need to also clarify. You see, when we talk about prayer, I'm not just talking about going to begin to make demands. Oh God, God, I need this. Oh Lord, I need that. No, no, no. You see, when you are talking about empowerment, we are talking about the kind of prayer that is more effective is praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Ghost. And that is why if you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit with evidence of praying in tongues, it is something you must ask God for. Because it means a platform for empowerment has been shot to you. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you are empowering your inner man. Jude one twenty. Jude 1.20 Praise the Lord. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. When you pray in the Spirit, you are doing something to your inner man. You are, you are releasing certain virtues to your inner man. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Praying always with all prayer in the spirit. When you pray in the spirit... You are loading your inner man. Your inner man is receiving a strength. I'm feeling an anointing already begin to flow. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16. Ephesians 3 16. To be strengthened with might by his spirit. Where? In your inner man. The Holy Ghost has something he can impart to us. And it is through prayer. Romans chapter 8 verse 11. 
Romans 8 verse 11. Yes. By his spirit that dwelleth in you. So, one of the ways to activate that thing is by praying in the Holy Ghost. You have something, the Holy Ghost is dwelling in you and you must begin to pray in the Holy Ghost and he begins to release strength into your inner man. Listen to me, brethren. To outlive the storm, you must build your inner man. All what we talked about, resilience, self-motivation, they all come from a strong spirit. It is a strong spirit that refuses to give up. A strong spirit refuses to give up. Make sure you are exercising and building your inner man. Let's rise up to our feet. Make sure you are exercising and building your inner man. Make sure you are exercising and building your inner man. Make sure you are exercising and building your inner man. Make sure you are exercising I'm building your inner man. Just go ahead and just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. For a few minutes, begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Praying always, without prayer and supplication in the Holy Ghost. Latos kada barata sataka bade barata sataka Latos ekede barato sataka bali barata sataka ba Baraba shika baba bareka sataka sataka ba Mashedere dotakada bareta sataka sataka baba baba strengthen me with might by your spirit in my inner man Lika sataka sataka baba shekedos barata sataka baba 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 Building up your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Strengthen my inner man with the power of the Holy Ghost. Barata sata kabu baba basi tata da 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 do satata. Barata sata tata da 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 boda bari bara baba. Barata sata tata tata baba 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 legeris. Reka sata tata 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 kaba. Barato sekede barato sekede satata. Ah reka sata tata tata da boda baba baba. Barata sata tata. Go ahead and declare that this storm shall pass away. I shall outlive this storm. I receive strength in my inner man. I shall live out this storm. Maliba satosatata kaliba. Hey, Oh God, let your fire fill my spirit. Bariba satosataka baleba ratasa. 
Barata Sakakada Bari Badababa, Barata Zekedos, Mashadada Dosatakabada Bale, Brata Zakaba. Let your fire fill my soul. Let your fire fill my body, Lord. Let your fire make me whole. La Pashoke Bali Barata Satata, Barata Sadada, Barepa Satata. Holy Ghost, quicken my mortal body, strengthen my physical body, strengthen my spiritual body, give me sound mind. Thank you, King of Glory. Are you here tonight? You have not yet been baptized in the Holy Ghost. This is a good opportunity. I'm just feeling the Spirit of the Lord just moving in this place. You need that baptism. Just lift up your hands where you are and just ask Him, Holy Ghost, fill me. Malada brata sata kabala. Bale brata sata kabala. Lala bashinda kadaba. There's nothing to be shy about. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You have not yet been baptized with evidence of speaking in tongues. The Spirit of the Lord is present here. Malibrata sakalabo shatata. Barata zadada buraba sekero satata kabiba. Balata zata kalalabo raba shekero sata kalaba. Balos kerebo shatakaba. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, King of Glory. Anointing all on me. your hands to the Lord tonight and just receive a fresh pouring out of the spirit. Oh Malada Zatakalada Dabaseke no Sataka Brata Zadada. Renanama Sekede Brata Zataka Tadala Labo Shataka. Lord, release strength into our inner man. Let someone be strengthened with might by your spirit in their inner man. The Bible says you give it power to the faint. To them that have no might, you increase their strength. Those that wait upon you shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and shall not faint. Oh God, I pray for everyone here who is threatened, oh God, by the storms of life. 
about to throw in the towel, oh God, about to give up. I pray for strength in their inner man, strength to stand and weather the storm. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, King of Kings. Just lift up your hands. Father, I thank you for everyone gathered here tonight. Father, you don't do things by accident. Lord, there's a reason why tonight you have decided to send this word to us. There is a reason why your spirit is so heavy in this place tonight. There is a purpose for the crystallization of the Holy Ghost tonight. Father, I pray. Oh God, for that soul that is already weak, that strength be imparted, that strength be released. Oh God, I pray for every soul that is agitated, that is upset, that is angry, for every soul that is annoyed, for every soul that is embittered, I ask, oh God, that the mercy of God by the Holy Ghost and through the blood will wipe away every source of that anger and bitterness in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that the Spirit of the Lord will crystallize into that heart even now and every stone be broken to pieces. Every stone, every shield that has denied the presence of God from penetrating that inner recess of your heart. I pray by the Spirit tonight that that stone be shattered in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that the power of God will enter that heart even tonight and be resident there, oh God, and that all of a sudden, oh God, there will be joy bubbling from that stomach. Coming out again, for the Bible says, out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water. Lord, I prophesy that the rivers begin to bubble out because that stone that had denied the water from flowing has been broken to pieces tonight. Someone has just been delivered from that weight. There's a weight that has denied you from entering his presence. That weight has been lifted up in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. Thank you, O oh God, because results will follow tonight. Oh, yes, Lord, because the storm, I believe, O oh God, is over for someone. In the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed Redeemer, we give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Come on, let someone shout hallelujah. A louder hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's put our offering together while we just take a couple of questions. Our time is gone already. It's already 7.30. 32. Let's quickly put our offering together. Any questions? On meditation? On prayer? Yes, sir. Contribution, that's fine. Speaking. Yeah.
praise the Lord. Yeah, meditation, yeah. While, in fact, when you are meditating, one of the things I said is you find yourself memorizing the scriptures. And um, it comes from, I think I mentioned it here before, when you meditate on the word of God. If I, when I want to read the word of God properly, I think I've told you guys before, don't read it in your mind. Amen? Don't read it in your mind. When you are meditating, you are speaking the word. You are, you are, you are repeating the thing. You are saying it. Don't do it inside. You won't get the same results. Amen? Yeah, thank you for that. Yes, any other contribution? Yes, Sister Ayola? Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah? So we should be careful. Kill. I didn't say go. I didn't say go to town to eat protein. No. I hope you are hearing now. I'm not a medical person. Mm. So white meat is chicken. And what else? Okay, goat meat. Is goat meat white meat or red meat? Goat meat is red meat or white meat? It's red meat. Okay, but it's lean red meat. That man don't like meat too much. Those of you who like meat, are you, I show you are here. Some of you, you are tiger. <laughs> you put meat, meat, meat. Me, I don't like too much. If I eat, ask my wife. Sometimes they'll put meat, I will eat, finish, and leave meat. I don't, I don't, okay, thank you very much. Holiday where? <laughs> holiday where now where? Uh, all, all, uh, you know what we'll do? Eh? What we'll do? Eh? In fact, my mind is telling me something. Eh, what we'll do? We'll begin to take contribution from some of you to support to go for holiday. Well, Sister Allah, you'll be number one on the list. <laughs> no, but on a more serious note, oh, let's not trivialize what she said. Holiday does not mean you must travel abroad. Do you understand? You can take holiday, but holiday you must leave your house so that you won't see the same thing. You can go to the village now. Okay, village is not holiday. Village, village not be holiday, bros. Your village is holiday. How, sister, just we say our village is holiday. How would it be holiday when you get country home? <laughs> say your village, how would it be holiday? Some of us, if you go to the village, 
We don't even know the road to the village itself. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right, one more, and then we wrap, wrap it up. We've we, we spent enough time. Any other contribution? Yes, yes, sir. Yes. You are persisting in a way and it's not the way of God. Fantastic. That's a very good one. How do you know the difference? Yes, we are many, there are many. Yes, sir. Spirit of discernment. Okay, you don't have the spirit of discernment. How will you do it? That, that's, that's, this is right. Uh, but the spirit of discernment, really, from what we, we learned in Bible in uh, Sunday school, it's actually to discern which spirit is in operation. So it may not necessarily be, but that may not guide you, but what you mean is the Holy Ghost. I know that's what you mean. Yes? Okay, if you, and you are a bit dull on understanding the Holy Ghost, what happens? Or how else... What is a very simple way to know if where you are going is not where God wants you to go? It, because, you see, sometimes we make God look so complicated that we now believe that we must have a PhD in theology to understand God. What is a very simple, practical way to know when, where you are going, God said, don't go there. Yes, Allah, you are lifting up your hands. First things first, is that thing in line with the word of God? First things first, what you are doing, is it in line with the word of God? Is it in line with the word of God? Then what he's saying is also very important. But don't, I don't want us to bring that one so that people don't begin to think it is such a complicated thing to know what God is saying. The most important thing, is it in line with the word? If it's in line with the word, fire on. Listen to me. One thing I know about God, eh? if God sees your genuineness, not disobedience, if God sees your genuineness, you won't beat a child because the child didn't know. You beat a child because the child didn't disobey. Do you understand me? If God sees your genuineness, he will find a way to redirect you and you will learn. That may be a learning curve for you to understand God better. Do you understand me? But God will not allow you to go and put your hand in fire except you are disobedient. He's telling you, and you are not here. And it will make it very clear to you. One of the things, this, is, this thing is what we, many of us learned as young believers that made many Christians timid. Do you understand? Because they made it look in a way that we are now afraid to take a step. What if that's not what God wants? And at the end of the day, you find that you are in one place, 10 years, waiting for God to speak. You have not done anything. And God is just looking at you and saying, hey, M-U-G-U. <laughs> Amen. So please, don't, don't be afraid to take a step. Once you are not contracting the word, it may be, if it's not God's will, I can assure you, your steps will be directed. It says the steps of the righteous are what? Ordered by God. He has a way of ordering your steps. Somehow, he can even send someone to you. If he sees you are not getting it, he will send someone to you and you just bring up the discussion. A person will tell you that, I don't think this thing is right. Do you understand me? So many ways that God can speak. It does, but it, it, one thing I will always assure you, if God is speaking to you, 
God will speak in a language that you will be able to understand. When God was going to speak to Samuel, whose voice did he use? Eli, the voice of his master, a voice he will understand. That's how God speaks. So God is not so distant, it's not so difficult. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's stretch forth our hands to bless our pastor. Let's pray that every storm in his life will be over in the name of Jesus. That those storms will not come back again in the name of Jesus Christ. That you will never experience storm again in your life. God has seen you true and you will be true indeed in the name of Jesus Christ. And that same prayer is extended to your family. Your family will not experience any form of storm again in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Amen. Let's begin to our offering. Osha, can we take our offering? So I think storm is compulsory for every true Christian. Very compulsory. So it's not an exception for, say, it won't come to you. If it has not come, be ready. It will come. And it will strengthen you. It will take you to a greater height. That if you are able to stand and stand true. Because Jesus Christ went through storm. So we are children of God. So definitely as children of God, we'll pass through storm. As those storms could not be able to consume Christ, will not be able to consume us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray for the offering. Father in heaven, King of glory, we thank you. Thank you for your word that you have sent tonight. We pray that whatever storm we are passing through, you will see us through in the mighty name of Jesus. Our Lord and our Savior will present this offering to you. We pray that you bless this offering, you increase this offering. And everything that is still remaining as storm in our life, we use this offering as a point of contact. Let those storm we over now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you even as we go home, that be well with us, you will go with us in the name of Jesus. In the many days in the week, you will see us through. You will bless us. You will enlarge our coast in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you once again for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let us share the grace in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.